0: Welcome to another episode of Plus Ultra, the unofficial My Hero Academia podcast. My name is Max Newland.
1: I'm Emily Linders.
0: And oh, we got a double feature for you today.
1: Oh boy, howdy. Oh,
0: oh boy, <laughs> we're going to we're gonna be on Turbo Time as we recap the episodes, because uh, we watched <laughs> both episodes six and seven, because uh, they kind of tell one whole story all together.
1: Yeah, they, they kind of do. I don't think we would be able to get through six without doing seven at all.
0: It feels like kind of a cliffhanger, right?
1: It, yeah.
0: They really leave you hanging at the end of episode six.
1: So oh, yeah, we're not going to leave one without the other.
0: So I, I want to get started, but hey, let's first say I think this is a pretty exciting moment in, in My Hero Academia, these two episodes right here.
1: Yeah, man. This takes us back to the very beginning with Bakugo and Deku facing oh. off as four-year-olds. But now, like eleven years later.
0: Yeah, we get a, like we get a lot of backstory on these two boys.
1: So we'll kinda of jump right into it on episode six. This sick. Six. Six. six, six. six. <laughs> Here we go. Uh this one is titled Rage You Damn Nerd, which I think is really funny. <laughs> I, don't I know. like how
0: they do it. Like the, he says Nodle.
1: Nah, yeah. Nah, no. So this opens on just a short recap from episode five at the end when Deku little finger smash blast and aizawa is agitatedly surprised he doesn't want to be happily surprised (laughs) about it but you know it's kind of there uh so the whole class is blown away by this Uh, and the ever observant tenya points out that deku can't seem to control his power and of course the one person who is not blown away blown away by this but is actually just pissed off beyond all reason is bakugo
0: Oh, he's so mad.
1: Oh, he is fuming right now. <laughs> he is. And so his natural instinct is to charge straight at Deku, palms ablaze threatening to take his <laughs> life if he does not explain himself. Because holy shit, motherfucker, have you been lying to me the past 11 years? Because if so, I'm going to rip your head off right now.
0: It's a good lie, too, if he's able to keep it up.
1: Yeah, I don't know how the fuck anybody would do that. Especially if your arms glow when you use your quirk. (laughs) So, um, Bakugo gets close, but he ends up getting caught by the boa constrictor scarf of his teacher. And he is not even a little bit okay with it. He is still mad about everything, as always. And Aizawa is, you know, not cool with his students trying to kill each other out on the baseball field or wherever the fuck they are right now. And he explains that this is a capture weapon comprised of a carbon fiber and a special metal alloy, and that's about all that goes into it. But we get another mm-hmm. one of those cool still frames, like the comic book still frames, mm-hmm. where President Mike pops in and kind of explains Aizawa's power a little bit, um, where it says that he can erase the quirks of anybody he looks at, but it ends when he blinks. <laughs> Aizawa's like, don't make me use my quirk, because it gives me a really bad dry eye.
0: Oh, so, poor, poor guy.
1: I know, poor dude. He's always having to use his eye drops, and that's why he has his sleeping bag with him all the time so he can get his shut-eye. Because <laughs> that's totally how it works. You have to stock up on your shut-eye to keep your <laughs> eyes open for the other, like, 11 hours a day.
0: Well, then it's called, you know, sleep debt. He's just catching up on the sleep debt. We're all going to be that's in bad. Sleep debt
1: forever. But, mm-hmm. that, but then you die, and then you catch up. Then,
0: then, then you don't have to worry about it. hmm Nice. <laughs>
1: Man, I should not have taken a drink of hot chocolate just then. <clears throat> so, uh, his ability—I noticed this kind of. I don't know if you've watched any Bungo Stray Dogs or read the manga, but his ability is kind of similar to Dazai Osamu. Uh, Dazai has the power to erase somebody's power, pretty much. If he touches them, okay. then he can cancel out their power. Okay. For a brief period time, but uh, so. After this Aizawa lets him go and tells the next few students to step up and take their turns and Bakugo is still kind of standing there, you know, festering in anger while Deku flees immediately runs away.
0: <laughs> and we could... get <laughs> Oh, but I like the I like the sort of thing that happened there where where he like it's kind of stumbling the way he runs away. <laughs>
1: You know, like, when people are running, but they're about to fall, but they keep running to try and stop the fall from happening? Yeah. That's what he does. For sure. Um, So then we get a flashback to Deku and Bakugo when they were kids, and it's, you know, Deku exclaiming he can't wait to get his quirk, and Bakugo's mm-hmm. telling him, you know, you're never going to be able to beat me, even if you do get a quirk, whatever. Um, and the sub kind of includes him in monologuing about how oh, Deku should have gotten his quirk by the age of four. What the fuck is happening? I don't understand what's going on right now. He just like, his mind cannot process what is going on. Yeah, no,
0: he's, this is like totally, this is a, an affront to his whole reality is what this feels like.
1: And on top of that, he's like the last person to find out. And that yeah. pisses
0: him off even more. Oh, I bet
1: he had no idea. And everybody else in his class is like, no, he totally had a quirk. Didn't you see what yeah. And he's like, it, excuse me.
0: The, yeah, the Bakugo, bl- <laughs> we were there. <laughs>
1: the blinking meme again. The, uh, <laughs> just yeah, that's, thats Bakugo. Every time I think about it. Um, so in this, in the dub, he calls Deku an annoying bug that he could squish, and then I think in the mm-hmm. sub, he ends up calling him like a pebble. Either way, something small that he could flick and get rid of it easily. That's that's Deku to him. Uh, so we get to the next scene. There's sort of like a quick still frame slideshow, the rest of the fitness test. Um, and then we finally show up to where Izawa is letting everybody know he's just going to show all their scores together from best to worst. And I was
0: place. fascinated by these scores, by the way.
1: Oh my God. If you were thinking, it shows, spoiler, Deku is last place, but the person right above him is Mineta. How the fuck yeah. did Mineta beat Deku after Deku had like 10 months worth of pulling refrigerators on a beach how?
0: that's the question how how did kami, kami kami fucking nari has no has nothing stupid to help face. him in any of these
1: yeah he hmm can... boy okay whatever <laughs> i okay. don't understand how the fuck he comes in last place maybe it's because he was focusing so much on being careful not to murder somebody but whatever Somehow well, there's also
0: that Yorozu is number one.
1: Yeah, which is weird. I would have thought Bakugo would have been number one with fitness. Mm-hmm. Tests, Me too, because that's the
0: point the show continues to make. Like even at this point, is that Bakugo is basically the, the strongest and the most versatile.
1: Mm-hmm. Like even when they were doing the test, he figured out that he could just fly using yeah. explosions from his hands. But Yaoyorozu, is she's she's really cre- creative. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Stupid. Her quirk is very useful. Um, I think it's it's diverse. It it completely depends on how creative the user is, but it it, it's really good.
1: Yeah. Well, she we know that she is the best in school and a lot of stuff. (laughs) She's the best at school. Maybe that's
0: how she got in on recommendation. Maybe her grades were so good.
1: They were like, just put her down as good at school. And they're like, oh, okay. Okay. There we go. We we need our test scores to go up because everybody's so focused on punching each other. So we need smart people. (laughs) uh yeah everybody else is remedial so we get um we get to see that Deku's in last place but oh just kidding the last person is not expelled because as I was totally lying about that I just it was what did he 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 called it um
0: a rational deception yeah
1: rational deception I don't remember if that's the same thing that he said in in the sub or not but he's like yeah I just wanted to make sure that you guys were going to go all out and that you weren't, you know, that you were going to take this seriously. Um, Then he tells Deku to go have the nurse look at his boo-boo and take care of it, because things are about to get actually rough from here on out. Mm. So, uh, you know, after he sends everybody off... Oh, before that, Momo, omniscient as she is, omniscient, sweet Momo says that she knew all along that he was totally lying. But we get to this part while Aizawa's leaving. He bumps into a nosy little All Might standing oh, near the yeah. corner. He's just peep- hanging out. Peeping on the kids, taking their tests because he's so worried about his precious little boy. And uh, All Might t- calls uh, Aizawa out for playing a dirty trick and for lying to the kids. And Aizawa kind of ignores this altogether and is like, oh, don't. Y- are you not busy today with your celebrity stuff and all of your glamorous lifestyle things that you have to do because i hates i hate the fucking spotlight like nothing else as you can tell he he looks like he lives in a dark corner of his basement like he never he's comes got out. that kind
0: of hikikomori vibe going on
1: man he's like gerard butler in another 20 years he grows his are out black oh yeah that i can picture that would be what Gerard Butler would look like. Gerard not, Butler, not Gerard Butler. Gerard Way. Wow. Ignore me. Okay, I was
0: gonna say this is a bit uh, odd, but uh, I'd like Gerard Way in this. Not Gerard, great.
1: but I mean Gerard Butler. He's got this scruffiness, but no, I meant Gerard Way. What the, Yeah, yeah. I I was like, oh, what? never mind. Okay, <laughs> from there. Uh, so this is where all my kind of tells him that rationalism should is a bunch of bullshit because he (laughs) pulled a Deku and stalked him by reading up on all of the stuff that he did before and last year he apparently Mm -hmm. expelled an entire class of first years so he's like that was a lie this is the part um, where All Might tells him you see the same potential in that boy as I do and I was always like Mm -hmm. shouldn't isn't it a little bit early for you to be playing favorites,
0: All oh, Might? Right. And this is an interesting pressure point, I think, because All Might like came to UA so he could find a replacement, mm-hmm. but he already passed his quirk on before the school year even started. Mm-hmm. So that's an interesting situation, I think.
1: Well, something I found out, I don't, This, I mean, this might be a light spoiler, but one of the reasons that All Might was recommended as a teacher there was partially for his protection because Mm -hmm. there are so many villains out for his head. This is one of the most secure places for him to be.
0: Okay. That makes sense.
1: So that's, I think that's one of the reasons why he is also there. Um, because I think Nezu, the principal was like, this would be a good idea for you to go here. Um, so after Aizawa kind of turns the conversation back around, be like, well, what about you, sir? All my, is, shooketh from those words and aizawa starts to walk away and lets him know i would have sent him home if he had no potential just fyi
0: <laughs> aizawa is such he's he tries so hard to be a tough guy
1: man like uh, he is the tsundere i know i said that before but he really he <laughs> is he's just he's the tough dad that's You know that he's proud of you in his own way. That's really what there is to it. Um, So then we get on to the next scene where we see Deku kind of walking around on campus and Tenya approaches him, wanting to make sure that he's okay. Um, And it takes us back to when Deku's in the nurse's office and he's having his little wound treated by the nurse. (laughs) And he gets really tired afterwards. She explains to him, well, my quirk ability is to enhance your body's ability to heal itself but healing drains your stamina. So, you know. The she bigger... has to heal
0: too much at once. That takes too much energy and you die.
1: Yeah, she's like That's happily giving him some Pez from a Kamui with Pez dispenser and he goes, oh, yeah. by the way, if you keep doing this, you're going to die. And he's like, excuse me? What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Pez dispenser,
1: though. Oh, man.
0: The Pez dispenser was a great touch.
1: Yeah, I love that. Oh, sh- oh, sh- Here's some candy. Take some candy while I tell you that your life's on the line. Uh, so afterwards, he's like, "Okay, I need to get control of my power and stop relying on other people." And then it kind of cuts back to him oh, and Tenya I love this next scene. present day. Yes,
0: this uh, seems so cute.
1: So this is where Uraraka comes running up after them. She's like, "Hey, you guys are going to the station. I'm. I want to go with you too." And Tenya refers to her as the Infinity Girl, and I just. I love that they have these names for each other where it's not their real names. They just like the boy with the unkept hair, the scary guy, the infinity girl. Like so cute. And she's like, yeah, you're you're Tenya Iida, and your name's Deku Midoriya, right? And Deku's <laughs> like, oh fuck. <laughs> He's like, um, no, my name's Izuku. Well, before that, she's like, yeah, that's what the, that's what Bakugo called you, right? And we get this little like picture of Bakugo saying you fucking bastard deku and then he's like yeah no bakugugo says that to make fun of me my real name is Izuku." and she's like oh shit uh well <laughs> <laughs> in the so this is where in the english dub like the dubbing yeah it doesn't capture sense. the okay so the dub says uh, i think it's a cute name and it would be a great hero name and deku gets really bashful about that but in the sub she says well it kind of sounds like the the japanese way of saying you can do it and the way to say you can do it in japanese is kimi nara deki nuyo deki nuyo yeah um yes deki or deki ruyo i think
0: deki ryo okay that i think it's rio
1: deki ruyo and uh that's the, the the deki part if nobody got that um so that's that's the way of saying to somebody in like the same social circle or level people usually use kimi for somebody who's of the same status as them if they're addressing them as you Mm. um and not using their name that's a cool little bit of you know info there but that doesn't really translate over to english
0: deku has a little moment here that i think is so that uh, it's just so Uh, indicative of what's going
1: on revolution thing yeah the, key, the paradigm, so for those who paradigm don't know shift. what the Copernican revolution is, it is the paradigm shift over to the heliocentric model of the solar system, where everything revolves around the sun as the center of the solar system. And it's essentially him saying all is now right with the universe. <laughs> Deku is officially my name.
0: He's. What's interesting to me about this that I've just noticed is that this is a paradigm shift for him. In that he's sort of mm-hmm. taking the power back from Bakugo. Mm-hmm. And it's a major paradigm shift for Bakugo mm-hmm. seeing that Deku has a, um, a quirk.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's why I love that they used that reference because is <laughs> standing there like, cu- wh- what's going on? What? <laughs> cup of what? <laughs> and he's like, oh my God. And he's just bashful, covering his face because he can't handle it. Um, and then he's saying, you know, I, I, this was a great first day. I made new friends. He's having a great time. So after this, we get a shot of small might in his office, looking down at his hero costume and in his head, he says, you don't have time for relaxing young media. The real test starts tomorrow. And I mm. think it's interesting that he's thinking this because I feel like he's also saying that to himself.
0: Oh, for, absolutely. Cause it's his first, his first day as a teacher. Yeah,
1: exactly. He's like, like, you don't have time to relax either. You got. You guys are on a time crunch, really. <laughs> so, next day, um, Deku kind of gives us the rundown of how classes mm-hmm. are are uh, set up. You have morning core classes, which is like English. Where, of course, present Mike is teaching English class, <laughs> and he's so tame.
0: He's <laughs> very, very tame about his English class teaching.
1: It, it's it's crazy and. So after that you get the Lunch Rush by the Cook Hero I, Lunch Rush. Dude,
0: I love Lunch Rush. He's a, <laughs> I, I don't know. I have no idea what his quirk could possibly be.
1: He probably just knows how to cook rice perfectly. Everything. He's just time. a
0: his quirk is just that he's real damn good at cooking. Yeah,
1: man. I would love that quirk.
0: That would be rad.
1: Gordon Ramsay <laughs> Lunch Rush Hero. <laughs> um and then afternoon classes are hero basic training What's and up? here comes all my this- dude his entrance <laughs> in this is amazing he says i'm here coming through the door and in the sub he adds like a normal person
0: yeah that's one of my be- my favorite moments in the in this whole episode and then he does this kind of march to the podium which i also love
1: but the way that he's like angering himself from the door with his cape billowing forward <laughs> and he's like Woo! we're like all right so extra and before, as in yeah, the the march of the podium, and, uh, and there.
0: This is a funny gag in the dub that they describe his outfit as his Silver Age yeah, costume. I just which, thought that was a really funny like knock on comic books. Yeah, that second.
1: that kind of goes back to our conversation in our second podcast episode where we talked about how Horikoshi is super inspired by the Silver Age comic books because that's mm-hmm. that that was you know a lot of these like rescue hero type things started happening. Uh, so that's really cool that, of course, the the costume he's wearing for this little arc that's about to happen is the Silvery costume. Um, and it has the cape. <laughs> so the class learns today that they are about to do some combat training, and we get Bakugo, the kid on Christmas morning boy. He is like... Oh, bumps. yeah, dude. This he's is like his wheelhouse. We're going to fight people! Yes! And is like, we're going to fight people! Yeah, okay. Uh, so they also find out they're going to get their hero costumes. The maiden voyage. This is voyage. like the coolest
0: part of this whole school, I think.
1: Yes, dude. Like, as they are coming out, they have to go back to the same battlefield where they had their entrance exam and fought the robots. And All Might is standing there. And he's like, they say the clothes make the pros, ladies and gentlemen.
0: That's a great line. That
1: is such, I love that dub line. That is so good. (laughs) He says, take this to heart from now on you are all heroes in training and they get this badass walk in to the song yeah. hero a yeah
0: yeah 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 it's it's oh. a great confluence it's the the costumes do look super cool and they're playing a really good like oh, yeah. um fucking montage song as they're walking out
1: the panorama of everyone in costume and it's like so rad. they get another one of the still frames like the comic book shot it's it's, it's so fucking cool
0: Everyone's costume is super good. Bakugo's is fantastic. Uh, Special shout out. Well, not everyone.
1: Toilet boy.
0: Toilet boy has a bad costume. (laughs) He looks like uh, a bunch of grapes sitting in a toilet bowl, (laughs) and he's got rubber gloves on, like he's gonna fucking clean it. (laughs) Oh
1: my god! You choke on my hot dog.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry about that. I really like um, I really like Ashido's costume. I like how it's got like it's very multicolored.
1: She looks like a Kardashian.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she kind of does, is the thing.
1: (laughs) Like some leopard print with the fur. Like, she's about to go up to the club. That's what she's going to do.
0: And then Kaminari's, uh, by contrast to all of the other ones, is just like a jacket and a T-shirt.
1: Like, he looks like a DJ.
0: Sort of. I think he looks like a boy band, dude.
1: (gasps) Yeah. Yeah, because of the headpiece. It's the Mm headpiece. Yeah. I mean, well... uh. What's her name? Jiro? She looks like how yeah, I dress in everyday life.
0: Yeah, Jiro just looks like a like a punk rock
1: Yeah, she lady. she doesn't really look any different in her hero costume. But that's probably what she I mean, I think her boots she have does. speakers in them or something like that. Yes, but, uh, that's, the, that's the case. So from here, this is where all my... In the in this sub, he calls them a bunch of zygote. He says, what? Like, get ready to start your training zygotes. But in the dub, he like, calls them newbies. Like embryo? Yeah, like before you become a fetus.
0: That's weird.
1: <laughs> He's like, you guys aren't even babies or fetuses. You're zygotes. <laughs> like, okay. That's weird. Uh, but that's he because his, uh, his master used zygotes as a, oh, really? a term to call people. Yeah, so I think you picked that up from him. So this is the halfway point in the episode. And as we come back, uh, Deku gives us this brief rundown of the clothing allowance and how everybody got to mm. pick out what they wanted for their superhero costume. They had to submit designs to their quirk and what their desires were for it to look like. Um, and he he has to go drop off his request at like City Hall or something and he's like, whoa, shit. I don't have a quirk registered. <laughs> so he calls I All Might. I'll... Yeah. No, what? Okay. Hero with no quirk. So he calls All Might and All Might's like yeah, that's no big deal. You can totally get your quirk changed. Uh, as long as it's not something crazy. Like it, They'll probably let you go from no quirk to having a quirk. Maybe you developed it later in life. You just can't do something like, I breathe fire, and now I can shoot needles out of my finger. Like the,
0: This perplexes me because I want to know what he registered as. Yeah. Because surely he couldn't risk putting one for all down.
1: No, it. Most people guess he has like an augmenting quirk of some sort. So maybe yeah, just he just like put down super strength. Straight augmentation. I don't know. But, but regardless,
0: uh, I love this moment because he accidentally hangs up on All Might.
1: because <laughs> yeah. his mom he walks in and he does the Superman. thing where he's like, "I shouldn't be on the phone with this person." Click. He's like, "Oh shit! I'll <laughs> I'll apologize to him later." <laughs> So, his his mom comes in, and she is super stoked, and she pulls out this minty, teal, green tracksuit with some white accents. It looks like
0: pistachio.
1: Yeah, and she's like, I got this for you. And he's like, is that a costume? She's like, yeah, you fell asleep, and I looked at your notebook, and I saw your design. And the words above the design say cool like all my things, <laughs> so." This is like and so
0: because she's an unspeakably cute mom. She went out and did this for her her baby son.
1: Yes, she did, and also she says that she's feeling some remorse still over some thing that she said to him when he was a kid. Oh. We all know what she's talking about, and she wants to give him her support.
0: Inko is a better mom than we all deserve.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Best mom. She is a good mom. You do not have to feel bad about what you did as a mom ever. You are a great mom. And so Deku says, this is a gift from my mom. Of course, it's going to be what I'm wearing. And
0: can I say it's a pretty dorky outfit? It
1: is. But didn't (laughs) Spider-Man have a homemade costume? He
0: did. He absolutely did. And that's, that was his wrestling outfit.
1: Yeah. So,
0: so this is a callback to Horikoshi's favorite superhero. It totally
1: has to be a callback to that. Uh, And then he get the full
0: view, and it's very similar to All Might. When he when he said "cool," like All Might, he's being like literal about it.
1: Oh my God! And All Might absolutely knows. Yeah, he
0: sees it immediately. Like it's got big rabbit ears, and it's got a big fake toothy grin on it. Yeah, and he's like, "Are you?" (laughs)
1: Um, But then. So we see also Uraraka. He, oh,
0: this part's a little cringy. He
1: immediately starts blushing because she's in this little inside outfit. She's like, oh, "It's a little tight." I she should've. looks like
0: she's wearing like neoprene, like a like a diving outfit. She
1: looks like Diva. She Overwatch. does. Though. Yeah, she really does right now. Like even her her face mask kind of looks like Diva's mech.
0: And then bit. fucking grape juice has to weigh in.
1: Ooh, how He's like, the hero course is the best course. Mm. Gross. Thanks, bud. Gross. Smash you into the ground. Fuck you.
0: Could have, could have kept that one to yourself, my man.
1: No, he can't. He literally can't. That's his <laughs> quirk. That is actually his quirk. He can't keep his dirty thoughts to himself. So, uh, Tenya... He says something and, and Deku looks over and he's like, Oh shit, that's Tenya and Tenya's costume is totally a fucking gundam. We all know it's a gundam. It's
0: a gun it's like a night gun. Yeah.
1: It was originally the the head on it looked more dinosaur like in its a preliminary sketches and then it kinda hmm. changed to oh just it's a fucking gundam, whatever. So here's the part where we get the rundown of how most fights are done indoors because everybody is like, you know, are we gonna fight outside again? Like what's happening? And all might like, Well, there's a lot of Home invasions, secret lairs where the top villains keep hidden in the shadows. So you're going to be doing a lot of fighting indoors. And we have to practice that. You know, Part of the hero etiquette of indoor combat is what you're learning today. There are rules in place. And he says they're going to be split into two-on-two good versus bad teams. Uh, And before he can go on, the kids start throwing a barrage of questions at him. Do you decide who the winners are? Bakugo wants to know if they can still beat up the other team. Uh, <laughs> are we going to get expelled?
0: <laughs> <laughs> is
1: this based on chance or is it based on skill, how you're splitting us? Isn't this cape fabulous? Here comes Hugo. That's this-
0: God, yes. God.
1: <laughs> and I think
0: Aoyama was just excited that he had a chance to say something.
1: Bro, he gets to say something. He says something about his costume and himself every chance he fucking gets. That's great. Well,
0: he can't stop. Spark- He's a gentleman who can't I stop cannot
1: sparkling. Stop doing <laughs> And All Might's like, oh my God, stop. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he lets them know the lesson plan is the heroes are going to win by capturing the villains or by getting the payload, the weapon. And the villains win by capturing the heroes or by protecting their payload, like in a video game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they have a limited time and they're going to be drawing the teams from lots. And the team set up first team Deku and Uraraka.
0: Extremely cute.
1: Extremely cute. And, and he's it,
0: like, he's blushing in his in the little character portrait.
1: He is. And then there's other teams are set up. But the other important team that we need to know is Tenya and Bakugo, which God help us.
0: <laughs> That's a hilarious team up. <laughs> Especially the, for the villain team.
1: The person who follows all the rules and the person who follows none of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, all Might um, picks teams out from a box on these little balls, kind of like the Powerball. And he's like, here are the teams that are going to be the good guys and the bad guys for the first round. And wouldn't you know it, it's Deku Uraraka versus Tenyan Bakugo. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And Bakugo is it's like, almost
0: like- Bitch. <laughs> oh, man, this this moment they have is really, oh. really cool, I think, where Deku's like kind of scared to look over, and he finally does, but mm-hmm. Bakugo's already fucking glaring at him.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So And he
0: stops for a second, but then he, he looks back with a more determined look, and this shakes Bakugo a little bit.
1: Yeah, and then Bakugo gives a sneer, and he's like, <clears throat> I'm like, all right, okay. Chill. Mm-hmm. Chill out. All right, we haven't started yet. And All Might lets them know the key to success in this challenge is going to be thinking... Well, he tells this to the to the villains, mostly. He says the, the key to the, this challenge is thinking from the perspective of a villain. And... Mm-hmm. And... So, is paying attention to this while Bakugo is distracted by his personal unwarranted vendetta against Deku. And not... <laughs> not listening to a word that All Might is saying at all. Uh, So, as they get to the their respective sites, the criminals are with the weapon and the good guys are off at their starting point. Tenya's saying how he does not want to be a criminal, but that's the challenge. And then he's
0: got to, you know, yeah. he's gotta embrace that.
1: And Bakugo chimes in, uh, saying, Hey, do you think Deku really has a quirk? And Tenya's like, What you saw what he did to his body during, you know, our training, like, what are you talking about? And he's like, Why do you have so much of a beef? with that kid. And Bakugo, <laughs> and Bakugo
0: does not answer. No, he just like... fucking
1: ignores him and starts thinking it's to scary himself. scary in this episode. Yeah, he starts angrily like thinking about all the terrible ways Deku must have been tricking him this whole time. Just Even if Deku told him exactly, well, I mean, he kind of ends up doing this, but even if he tells him what's going on, Bakugo's like, fuck you, fuck you, you fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> just, just get out of my face. I don't like you. And uh so they have their their little their talk, which is just Bakugo being mad and then we see Deku and Uraraka and she's kind of rambling on to herself uh, about the challenge and suddenly realizes that Deku is sweating profusely and just he is not looking too good. And she's like, Oh my god, are you okay? And he says, you know, you know uh He
0: kinda apologizes for getting her wrapped up in his drama. Yeah in his rivalry drama
1: exactly and she's like yeah Bakugo's the one that's always making fun of you isn't he and he's like yeah but you know he's strong as fuck and he's better than me at everything so that means i just have to do better and i'm not gonna lose getting all pumped up about that yeah exactly deku
0: pushes through these moments really well Uh, like this he could stop at this despair like oh I'm, i'm he's so much better than me there's nothing i could do but he uses it as motivation which is awesome
1: yeah, it it is, and I mean, he needs that because Bakugo is the motivational killer. Yeah. Like, book. So she's like, it's the fated battle between rivals. And he's like, yeah, so let's go win this. And so their fight begins, and All Might's telling them, pay attention. And he's thinking to himself, he's not going to play favorites. He's just going to let things happen. Totally just not going to. Nope, I'm, this is just a lesson. Okay, bud. Just a lesson, yeah. Just tell yourself that. If you tell yourself that enough, it might come true. Uh, so as Rock and Deku get inside, they're sneaky sneaking around. Deku's thinking he can't risk using One For All because he doesn't mm. know how to use it yet. And this—he could
0: fucking kill. Bakugos. In this close
1: quarters, he could fucking kill somebody. <laughs> um, and so. He's he took down notes on indoor combat and in tight spaces and he's thinking, Okay, I can do this without having to use my quirk. Like I've studied on this, I can use other ways, I'm clever enough. I'm like, that's that's good. That's good that you're utilizing those things. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: suddenly Bakugo.
0: Suddenly Bakugo.
1: <laughs> that was how I titled this part. Suddenly
0: Bakugo. <laughs> Bam.
1: And uh without warning, Deku goes. Deku go, God, we have yeah, both see, done that. Do we, we have both, both done do that it. so many times. It's not hard. <laughs> Rip Deku's mask, his, his mask that his mom so carefully put all this love and effort into, gone, torn apart, done. Cause here comes the explosion. And Deku's like, I knew that you'd come at me first. And.
0: Oh shit. Yeah, yeah here we go.
1: And so <laughs> goes not holding back. He has no restraint. He's like, I found you. I'm going to come and fucking kill you. And, like, what he says is, "I won't hurt you so bad they'll have to stop the fight just close." And like, okay, that sounds fine. And he goes in for a right hook, but all of a sudden, Deku, uh oh, uh oh, Deku knows what's up, and he grabs him by the arm. Bakugo's face. I wish that I had a, like a still shot of this to frame and put on my desk at work because he's like the fuck and he slams that bitch down oh
0: man it's such a fucking like this is one of the shots that they use in the trailer for this series
1: it is so good and you say run is playing during this part too so everybody's like
0: oh yeah and it's fucking great they kind of cut it too so that it's a different part of you say run that usually plays Mm -hmm. which sets up i mean i don't know it just sets up this moment perfectly the chunk they picked Mm mm-hmm the fucking, the frame where Bakugo hits the ground is just perfect. It is. With the big swirl and the the subtle motion in the background. It's great.
1: It's great. You really feel the, like, good job, Deku. And he tells him, he's like, Kachan, you always use a big right hook to start a fight. I've been watching you for years. <laughs> I've analyzed every great hero, even you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's
1: like, this is all in the notebook that you burned and threw away. Like, Bitch, <laughs> everything that I know has been from watching you guys, you haven't been paying any attention to me, so I'm mm, better than you think I am. And this is the part where, you know, in the sub it makes a lot more sense when he says <laughs> my Deku m- means I can do it, or you can do I it. still...
0: I still think the delivery on this line sells it, though.
1: Yeah, well, okay. So in the dub, he's like, you can call me Deku, but I'm not the same defenseless kid anymore. Do you hear me? I've changed from now on. Deku is the name of hero.
0: Ooh, I got you. Like, I, I love yeah, it. Yeah, I know. And maybe it's just because I watched the dub before I watched the sub. Maybe. It's just like, the, it's so, and Justin Briner does a great job. It's He does. I don't know. It, it I love the the oomph he puts into it. He, yeah. And the way that the music hits right at the end too. And
1: Uraraka remembers their conversation from earlier and she's like, "Oh my mm-hmm. god." And then Bakugo, he has a little flashback of Deku crying as a 4-year-old trying to stand up to him the same way he's doing now, crying. That's the very beginning of the show. As a 15-year-old. Yep. And there it's like the same shot only 11 years later and he's like, "You're shaking in your boots. You're so scared, but Oof. you want to fight me anyway." That's why I hate
0: you. And credit. Dang, that's... It, oh. It's a really good ending to this episode. But the like, cliffhanger
1: it, there.
0: The cliffhanger's great. But thankfully, I am here to <laughs> satisfy your here. cliffhanger. Uh, I did episode seven uh, notes. The recap is pretty much just the last, like, 30 seconds of episode six.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And then Deku takes us back to the... Uh, to their childhood and narrates a little bit about how bakugo was the leader of the group when they were kids and he would take them out on adventures and he would always be the hero oh um but and
1: can i chime in because this is this is the episode right in the spot where he was having the flashback where i noticed bakugo's shirt has yes symbol simple similar to the punisher and the
0: punisher logo on his shirt what
1: i told max before we recorded our last Podcast session was that Frank Castle, the Punisher, made his first appearance in Amazing Spider Man issue number 129. And he and Bakugo share a lot of very similar characteristics, like blowing things up and seeking revenge and gorilla tactics. And mm-hmm. fucking Garth Ennis from Preacher and having nine years on the Punisher franchise said that when in doubt, they both, well, he said when in doubt he hits back hard, meaning the punisher. And that's absolutely that's
0: the most go thing in the entire fucking that world. It like re- when,
1: really fucking is.
0: when the odds are against him, he just gets he just says, fuck that. <laughs>
1: yeah, man. You don't fucking care. Fuck that and
0: fuck you. I'm gonna win.
1: We saw that a lot in one of the most recent episodes too. Mm-hmm.
0: Blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boy, there's some really good stuff happening <laughs> in the show right now. Um so uh Deku reveals to us that things started to change for Bakugo around the time he developed his quirk. Uh he he kind of turned into a bully uh upon that and we we get a a sample of the narration from the very first episode again, Deku talking about the unfair the inherent unfairness in the world. Yeah. Um the same the same this, words. Yes, exactly. I think it's the same vo- I think it's the same audio Yeah. Clip. Um and at this point in the in the fight bakugo's grudge against deku has become way more important to him than the actual game they're playing the actual like training exercise and ida is very hurt by this because <laughs> bakugo won't like do teamwork with him, he hangs up on him. <laughs> and and ida's just like chilling out in the room with the payload in it he's just hanging out like doing nothing poor guy um so we sort of get a Uh, a view of the classroom where everyone's watching from. They can't hear anything that's going on. All Might can hear it because he has a radio in his ear, but none of the kids, they don't have audio. They just have a video feed. And so they're all kind of wondering about what these two are talking about. Uh, And we learn a little bit more about the contest. Uh, There's a radio that they each have so they can communicate with their teammate. They each have capture tape, which I, I, I don't know. I guess it's just some kind of ribbon. And the, the point of the exercise is they got to capture the other team, or they have to, um, you know, make their way to the payload. Yep. Uh, and they have fifteen minutes to do it, so the villains have a big advantage because they can just keep the heroes busy for fifteen minutes. So that's the that's the condition they're working on here.
1: And they all think that it's and, not fair, and then he's like, "Well, real life, well, not fair. fucking, <laughs>
0: it's not fair. That's that's the point. Like, yep. if you're in a, the position of a hero, you're probably going to be fighting at a disadvantage." Yep. So Bakugo uh, just goes for a second attack on Deku, and this time he goes with a kick. But Deku is still thinking far enough ahead that he's able to block it and stop it from hitting. And while he's while they're both sort of frozen there, um, as Bakugo plans what he's going to do next, Deku's already got the capture tape out, and he's already trying to capture him, uh, thinking back to Aizawa, Eraserhead and his uh, capturing tactics. And but uh, Bakugo gets his wits about him goes in with another big right and Deku escapes and all the kids are very impressed. And it is I mean it's impressive. Like this is a kid who who is able to synthesize lessons from the past in an instant to get out of a bad situation. And that's I mean this this whole episode speaks to his intelligence and what a quick thinker he is. Yeah. And All Might notes that too. He's t- he he ref- references the fight with the sludge villain. Yep. <clears throat> um so at this point, Deku notices that Bakugo is improvising, which means that he can't predict his movements and he's got to just get out of there. Uh, <laughs> and Kaminari, while while watching uh, this whole fight go on, says, man, he's got some anger issues. <laughs>
1: which is no, really? True. really? I...
0: So Deku runs through all of the possible uh, win conditions, all of the ways they could actually win or lose this situation. And he determines the best way for this to continue is to send Uraraka over to Ida and keep Bakugo busy so that he doesn't ambush her. Yeah. So he transmits that to Uraraka and then we get a lot more flashbacks. Um, We get the origin of Deku and this scene makes absolutely zero sense in the English dub. Unfortunately, like they, they did as, as well as they could um, without having to explain explicitly what all this Japanese stuff means and what, like how japanese homophones can be read yeah. with like completely different syllables and that kind of thing. So th- they tried uh <laughs> yeah. but of course um what what we know uh, from having watched the sub is that uh Izuku can be read as Deku and Deku means useless. So that's so and that was apparently that this is 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 sort of how it's framed as the first time Deku is really really mean or Bakugo is really really mean to him. Like sort of starts bullying him. Yeah. Uh, And and we go through a lot of flashbacks that show that turn in his personality as he develops his quirk and all the other kids start like idolizing him and all the adults start idolizing him. And what I thought was really interesting is that the narration for the sequence is young Bakugo, not current day Bakugo, sort of giving us an insight into how he still has this very childlike mentality. And I noted that the rhythm here is just excellent. Like, there's a a pretty fast scenes while the music kind of crescendos. And then when the music hits its peak, we go back to the scene from the last episode where they're walking together. And Deku says, oh, you're so lucky. Uh, When I get my quirk, I hope I'm as cool as you. And did you catch that Bakugo like, completely changes the subject here? What? Deku says, I, I I hope I hope my quirk is as cool as yours when I get my quirk.
1: Well he says whatever. And Bakugo,
0: and Bakugo says, whatever, you'll still never beat me. Like they weren't even talking about it like it was a contest. He yeah. was just saying, You're really cool and I hope I can be cool like you someday.
1: He's that kid who makes it all like this is my story. This whole thing. He's Oh for sure he's the side character who wants my hero academia to be his hero academia.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then we get this this scene that is so powerful in Bakugo's memory and so foundational to who he is as a character. Um it's him and Deku and they're all with their with their friends playing out in the woods and he falls off of a log into a deep ravine, Where it's well it's a shallow ravine. It's a big fall, but it's a shallow yeah. uh, creek. And he's fine. His friends are a little worried, but he's getting up and as he's on it, like getting up out of the water, he sees that Deku's down there already offering to help him and he takes this As like this extremely personal insult. Like, how could you like, like, I think you're worthless. That's why I'm offering to help you. And then he's reminded of this, the incident with the sludge villain. And he's just losing it at this point. He's like really, really like going crazy. He's going through a lot of stuff. I noted in this part of the episode. And for some comic relief, we cut back to Ida, Who's struggling to embrace his identity (laughs) as a villain. And so one of the things he does is he kind of adopts this voice. Oh my God. This like very, I am an evil doer it voice. Sounds like
1: Merrick in the English dub for Yu-Gi-Oh.
0: And he, and Uraraka has made it there and she can't keep a straight face listening to this, which is why he notices her because she's laughing at him. Yep. Um, and she calls Deku, uh, explicitly uses the phrase, he's monologuing to he's describe monologuing. what he is doing. Um. Yep. And Deku is like, okay, I got to get up there right now or we're going to lose this. We're running out of time. Uh, but uh, again, suddenly Bakugo.
1: Suddenly Bak, Yeah, that's his calling card in life. Suddenly Bakugo.
0: Suddenly Bakugo. <laughs> and he starts talking some mess. He seems to have cooled down a little bit because he has a plan here. Um, It turns out that his costume doesn't just look cool. It is very functional. And he planned um, for that. He planned ahead for this. This is wild. I've, I don't remember any other student in this class whose costume is dysfunctional. The big grenade cuffs on his arms store up the nitroglycerin that he sweats out so that he can ignite all of it in a gigantic explosion. And he does exactly this. Yeah. Uh, all the classmates are like, All Might, you definitely should be stopping this. And All Might is thinking, I definitely should be stopping this. But I, just, <laughs> I just can't. Um. So Bakugo pulls the trigger on this giant explosion and destroys, like, a big chunk of the building.
1: Oh, and what he says, he's like, he won't die as long as he dodges. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) And All Might's like, uh, okay, okay. So this is
0: what clues All Might into the fact that he's not actually trying to kill Deku. He just wants to really beat him badly. He wants to
1: prove his point.
0: And Bakugo, and so All Might does actually... He he does about as little as he actually can do is he and he up he, he comes in over the intercom and says, Hey, if you do that again, you're you lose. Yeah, do anyway, that again bye, have fun and
1: see what happens. And Bakugo throws a hissy fit. He from. does. He throws he
0: pitches a big fit about it, but he decides that he's gonna just fuck Deku up hand to hand anyway. Yep. So we cut right back to Uraraka and Ida and Uraraka's trying to get to the payload. She makes herself float. Which seems like an awesome tactic, but he really fast, and he just grabs the payload and moves it somewhere else. <laughs> so there's there's this there's the impasse we're at there, uh, and we get back to the con the main conflict. Deku Bakugo rushes at Deku, and Deku takes a step back to try and get his footing, but he steps on a crumbly piece of floor and loses his balance. And now we get this really insanely cool animation sequence where Bakugo like. He rushes in, jumps up, does an explosion to change his trajectory, flips around behind Deku, and does two explosions, one to stabilize himself and one to, to hit Deku in the back, which looks like it hurts really bad, yeah. by the way.
1: And then he says, here comes the right hook that you love so much.
0: Yes, exactly. He's, he's, he's adapting to the strategizing uh, immediately. Yeah. And the first two kids in the class to figure out what he's doing are Todoroku, Todoroki and Yorozu. Which I thought was uh, a very cool touch. Yep. Considering they're the smart kids who got in on recommendation. The
1: smart kids.
0: Then Deku. Then Bakugo finishes up this assault. This insanely brutal. Like he 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 winds up and smacks Deku right in the uh, elbow, in just a really like a really bad place to get hit. Yep. And then grabs that same elbow, and instead of doing a shoulder throw, does this totally over-the-top move where he, like, skis around on his explosions, Mm -hmm. and then just flips him over his head. He's a showboater, for sure. He's showboating, and he really takes Deku out. Like, he puts him down in a way that is, like, unequivocal. Like, this is it. Deku just got his ass kicked. And Deku realizes, okay, there's no way to do this. I have to use one for all. Uh, Which sucks, but... That's the only way this, this is not going to be us losing. Yep. And they come to a final conflict and Deku's like, and goes like, what do you think? You're fucking better than me or something? And Deku's like, no, you idiot. I think you're amazing and I want to be as good as you someday. And
1: that makes him mad.
0: Yeah, this is, again, personal, like a huge affront to Bakugo's pride that, that Deku could even conceive of being as powerful as he. Yep. And they run at each other. All Might is, again, like, I definitely should stop this, <laughs> but but I'm going to let it happen for Midoriya. Okay. Well,
1: he says for his sake, and I feel like he kind of means it for both of them, honestly.
0: He does, sort of, because, th- I mean, this, this drama is very powerful. He acknowledges that Bakugo has
1: some shit he needs to just let out.
0: Yeah. It's really good. So Deku goes in for a Detroit smash, oh, yeah. and it looks like he's going to use it on Bakugo. <laughs> but at the last minute, he changes it to an uppercut and instead destroys the ceiling. The point is, though, that's where Uraraka is. She uses zero gravity on a big pillar. The whole place gets destroyed around her, and she uses the big pillar to send a whole bunch of debris at Ida, distracting him so she can claim the payload, winning it for Team A. The Comet home run. Yeah, Comet home run. What's up? And that's it.
1: Dude, in the the sub, they had... Tenya scream, and it echoed through the chambers of each floor, but in the dub, they didn't have the echo. It was sad. Oh,
0: that sucks. Bakugo's
1: face, though, when that happened, he's like, Yeah. Uh, me, what, the fuck?
0: what the fuck? And he <gasps> almost, almost empathizes with Deku for a second. Yeah, his brow's he almost bro. empathizes with him. Oh. When he sees how badly injured he is and how, how hard he had to try um, just for this, like, technical victory that he won. That
1: face. Teammate. It I, looks
0: like he's on the verge of of like really getting it. On the verge of like, oh, this kid's not actually like.
1: Yeah, he's almost there. He's not like
0: a bad person.
1: <laughs> I I cannot wait to finally like see everything that has led him to specifically like zero in on Deku.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because
1: he's a dick to everybody, but Deku.
0: But specifically, Deku is like.
1: What if their dads the like what at them to do with their dads or something? Like I don't fucking know. I mean, it's possible.
0: We have only had con contact with um with Bakugo's mom, and even then, only like screaming, extremely at tangentially. <laughs> oh yeah. So that's basically it. Team A wins. Um, team B loses. Team D loses. Uh, that would be Team A, uh, Midoriya and Uraraka. Team B, uh, Bakugo and Ida. And that's the end of that episode, pretty much. Um,
1: As Deku f- fucking. Or, As Deku falls over. This, this was the dead. episode I was watching when I sent you that Snapchat of me going, Young man, there's no need to fall down and <laughs> say, Young man, get <laughs> yourself up the ground <laughs> I started singing that to myself. It was just me home alone with dogs and I made I am I am embarrassed to admit how much I made myself laugh by myself just singing that while watching that episode. And I was like, I'm gonna send a Snapchat to my friends. <laughs>
0: So we made it through recapping two episodes of this show in less than an hour, and I feel like that's we we deserve con- to congratulate one another for that. So congratulations,
1: congratulations, uh, Max. That was a good um, one.
0: And this is fucking dense. These are very. I I had to pause the episode a lot to take notes, yeah. which I don't I don't usually have to do for most of my other. We do it a couple of times for uh, the Ghost Adventures recap show I have, but it happened more consistently in this one. Yeah, um, which just speaks to how good the pacing is in Hero Academia.
1: It is awesome.
0: There's always something going on, always something plot critical. Not a wasted second of screen time.
1: Yeah, and I had written down so you know how I've been looking up people's names and stuff. I had written down a couple of other like the classmates and their names. It, if we had time to run through them, but I wanted to at least discuss one of them because I thought it was actually really cool.
0: H- it hit me with it.
1: Uh, so Ojiro. He's the student with the giant tail. I like Ojiro a lot. Uh, we'll go through his name real quick. I have a
0: lot of questions about him, though.
1: His his name has the words for tail, white, monkey, and man. Like, the white tail <laughs> monkey man. But something, have you noticed something about his hero costume?
0: Yeah, he's, he just sort of wears like a, like a karate gi.
1: It looks. So, he's a martial artist, and I love how there's mm-hmm. a double entendre with his costume here, because not only does it reference him being into the martial arts but there's also a nod to star wars with his costume because it looks <gasps> a lot like luke skywalker's farming outfit in the original star
0: wars whoa dude yeah I... and he even has like the same kind of head and yeah and, uh, and hair
1: yeah and i went and looked back up like i held pictures up of both of them together and i was just... How, how did I, I have a lot of it? questions
0: about Rose, uh physiology. Well,
1: uh, like you want to see where? What?
0: Where? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get too blue.
1: Does he have a butt, or is it just the tail?
0: Yeah, where's the butthole? <laughs> where is he is like it? a
1: dog or something where it's a... you lift the tail and there's? He doesn't have. I butt think cheek? this mis-
0: this will have to be a mystery for another day um, <laughs> because it's gross mostly. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we're gonna uh, but thanks, right there.
0: <laughs> thanks for learning me a little bit about him. That was really fascinating. Yeah. I never really thought that he would be getting that treatment. That
1: that is I thought that was super cool. I'd never even noticed that before. And I have a couple of others, but I'll go over them after the next episode because we'll have a little bit more time after that.
0: Okay, cool. Well, next episode is gonna be pretty cool. Uh we're gonna meet some of the other students and learn more about their quirks. Yeah, uh, particularly okay. Todoroki's gonna get the spotlight. And his outfit um, is
1: totally Mr. Freeze. If you guys didn't notice already from this episode seeing parts of it. The red eye. Don't get too used to this outfit. No. Don't get it. It was,
0: They completely fucking abandoned it. Well
1: they probably also hated drawing that.
0: It can I say I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm
1: not either. It looks stupid. It doesn't look great. He looks like a frozen gingerbread man.
0: And he's got like a safari pants on. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Half crocodile hunter, half Mr. Freeze. <laughs>
0: Oh, Jesus. Well, uh, I'd like to thank Jesus. you for listening to this show. Um, it's a great honor that you chose to spend your time here. Um, we're a new podcast, so reviews are very helpful. If you can review us on iTunes, that'll help us out. It'll help people find us. If you know somebody who really likes Hero Academia, why not introduce them to this show? Yeah, man. A good friend of mine just started watching the uh, Hero Academia, and I've, um, I- I'm, I'm so happy for her that she gets to experience it for the first time.
1: Yeah. I have a couple of friends who just started, too.
0: Uh, the art for our podcast was done by my co host, the incredibly talented Emily Lenders.
1: Or Nemi or Crispy or Lewis. Nemi
0: or Crispy Lewis. You can find her at crispylewis.tumblr.com. Um, or you can
1: look for my Instagram, which is domestic house bat, not it's fun. Crispy Lewis.
0: It's a good pun, though. And yeah. I'd also like to thank uh, Richard E.B. for recording our intro and outro. Uh, it's a cover of You Say Run for the My Hero Academia soundtrack, and his YouTube channel is chock full of really, really amazing covers. Of anime, video game music, all kinds of cool stuff. Anyway, that's about it. Till next time, go beyond. Plus, Ultra. Ultra!